What's happening, my Jack family? Coach Scott here. Welcome to another episode of the Jack at 40 podcast. Today, let's discuss the truth about getting lean after 40. The truth is, I have my truth about what it takes to get lean after 40. Some of the other coaches that you may follow have their truth about what it takes to get lean after 40. And some of the fitness influencers that you follow have their truth about what it takes to get lean after 40. I'm not here to tell you the truth about what it takes to get lean after 40. I'm here to help you discover your truth about what it takes to get lean after 40 for you. And really encourage you to trust yourself throughout this process. Now. I am still continuing to learn and grow each and every day. I learn and grow from the comments that you guys share down in the comment section below my videos here. Just what you guys sharing your experiences, what's working for you, really piques my curiosity and gets me to open up my mind and experiment with different alternative approaches that I may have not followed. So I appreciate you guys for each comment that you shared down there and just sharing your experiences with me because I am learning from you. We, this Jack Dad 40 Life channel is all about learning and growing together. So I appreciate you so very much. Uh, now, just the other day, I was asked by a new coaching client of mine, uh, what I did, what diet I followed when I lost the 50 pounds. Now it's like almost 11 years ago. And at that time, I was following Tom Venuto's Burn the Fat, Feed the Muscle, a carb cycling approach. That was an approach that really resonated with me at that time. So three days in a calorie deficit where the carbs were lowered, not drastically lower, still a, a good amount, a healthy amount that still provided me with enough energy and fuel to perform my best in my workouts. And then on the fourth day, we bump our carbs up and the calories up to maintenance level calories. And then three days once again, down, reduce the calories, reduce the carbs one day up uh, at maintenance level calories. That was an approach that worked for me. And again, it wasn't perfect. I had days where I fell off the wagon a little bit, had to make some correct uh, actions, correct my actions there, a little course correction. And, but in the end, like it took almost nine months. I think it took about eight months to lose that 50 pounds of fat following that carb cycling approach. It worked for me then. I no longer follow a carb cycling approach. But like the approach, let's use for example, the mini cut that I did last January that I've shared in the uh, shredded after 44 week mini cut, that diet, I could have, there's no way I could have followed that 11 years ago when I was trying to lose that 50 pounds. It's just, I have learned and grow, I've evolved over the years to get to this point. So my truth, the truth about what it took to get lean back then is not my truth today. My truth today, certainly wasn't my truth uh, back then. So it's all a matter of doing what is right for you in that moment and know that your truth is going to continue to change. It's going to continue to evolve. And like I have tried various different approaches. I went from that three day on, one day off kind of thing to just thinking to myself, well, what if I try five days in a lower um, in a calorie deficit and one day bumping up to maintenance? What if I do six days in a calorie deficit one day up? What if I do 10 days? Like trying to, to test those limits. I've also experimented with intermittent fasting and different approaches to intermittent fasting. The first approach was uh, one fast per like every five days and that fast lasted about 36 hours. Never in my wildest dreams did I think I could fast because I'm someone who like, in the morning, I'm pretty ravenous. I need to, I feel like I need fuel or I'm going to, to pass out. That was an eye-opening experience for me. It got me to kind of uh, eliminate my bias towards intermittent fasting. It made me realize, holy smokes, 
I can do this. And it also made me realize that, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to, to pass out. There's a few things. There's a lot of different things. It just, it was an eye-opening experience for me in regards to the impact. Well, I guess the biggest thing was just trying to, sorry, brain fart there for a second. Uh, it made me realize what true hunger feels like. That's probably the biggest aha moment for me, uh, especially at the time, like, just, if you're feeling full all the time, always eating to the point of, of satisfaction, like, really feeling what true hunger feels like, you're like, oh, okay. That makes your, like the next time you, you get off the intermittent fasting, you realize that, okay, now I, that's hunger. I'm satisfied now. Um, it just, you just feel lighter. It just, it's just an eye-opening experience overall. So uh, that was the first approach. And then I tried an approach where it was twice a week, you did a 24 hour fast. And then I tried the approach where it's the eight hour window of eating, 16 hour of fasting. And they all worked. But the biggest lesson for me is that, yeah, it's going to work for a lot of people. It can work for me, but it didn't suit me best. It didn't resonate with me. It wasn't my truth. Like I see a lot of other people who it's intermittent fasting is their truth. It suits their lifestyle. Like they don't like eating until like two in the afternoon or whatever. And they're like super productive throughout the morning. They have this sense of mental clarity and focus. And I don't experience that at all. I'm like counting down the seconds to the meal there. So we all have our different experiences and we need to appreciate that. We need to like, just because I, it, I don't have those feelings just because like I'm thinking, oh my God, I can't wait till my next meal. Doesn't mean that someone else isn't feeling like that. I'm distracted by that feeling of hunger where others are like thriving from that feeling of hunger. So just I encourage you as you are discovering your own truth, as you are um, embracing a healthy sense of a playful curiosity. That's really what this lifestyle is all about. You just, you open your, your eyes to all the different approaches that are out there and you're like, hmm, that sounds interesting. I wonder how that would work for me. And like I said, some of those things are not going to work for you. And that doesn't mean it's a failure. It's not a failure at all. You've learned what doesn't work for you. And then you can move on to try the next thing is something else piques your curiosity. You think, oh, that kind of resonates with me. I'm gonna give that a try myself and see how my body responds. See if this is something that I can stick with. And again, you don't even have to follow an entire approach. Like some methods that don't work for you, you may find certain aspects of that method that suit you really well. So you pick and choose things from, like the, my style of eating right now is a combination of every different approach that I have followed over the years. Same thing when it comes to muscle building. Like after I dropped that 50 pounds of fat 11 years ago, right away everyone was encouraging me, dude, because I was 137 pounds at the time, again, having this great discussion with uh, my new coaching client there the other day, and uh, he wanted to know like how I was building myself up, like how I lost that 50 pounds and what I've done to build myself up after that. So I'm like, yeah, I got to 137 pounds. Uh, lean, looked great, but I knew, I knew I needed to put on size. Like even though I'm like five foot six and a half, like five seven on a good day. Um, everyone, everyone was telling me, dude, you gotta eat. Just eat big to get big kind of thing. So I was like, all right. And I put on 30 pounds in like six months. And then went through a cutting phase, took me four months, actually a little more than, took me, I think it took me five months, four to five months to, to drop that 30 pounds that I had gained. And like, 
oh shit, I only gained like a pound or two of muscle. Like that was a lot of excess fat. So next time, all right, I'm going to only gain 20 pounds. So I gained 20 pounds and it took me 12 weeks to cut that back and that you'll see that approach in the uh, shredded after 40 12 week shred system uh, where I share my whole diet during that 12 week cutting phase and during that diet You'll see that I had treats each and every day So how I was eating then is much different than how I'm eating right now and every Friday I was going out with the guys and I was Really letting loose there were some days where I kept the the refeed in check I try to keep it just to a, a, a slight surplus and there was other days It was just it was a free-for-all and then I had to make up for it But uh, at least the main thing was I was consistently losing about a pound and a half every single week uh, No matter how excessive that uh, that Friday night was I just had I knew I had to kind of what mattered was the total calories at the end of the week So I had to adjust my calories later on the week to do it, but um, So there was a once a week refeed cheat day, whatever you want to call it um, and there was, I was including treats every single day. It worked for me. I dropped the 20 pounds. In the end, I'm like, fuck, I only still only gained one to two pounds of muscle during that time. So that means like 18 to 19 pounds of fat. Like once again, I'm like, most of the weight I'm gaining is fat. Like, so this whole eat big to get big thing is just not working for me. So let's, let's try 10, gaining 10 pounds. So spreading that over a longer period of time, just slow and steady gains. Did that and of course the cutting phase was much shorter this time I only had to do uh, with 10 pounds only just I think it was like a six-week mini cut there Dropped that 10 pounds and again. I'm like same thing like about a pound of, of muscle that I gained there So all right Everything seems to be like my rate of muscle gain no matter how much I'm eating in excess No matter how much my surplus is I tend to be gaining about a pound of muscle per year So why not keep it more in check? Uh, that way I, I can spend less time dieting throughout the year and more time around maintenance and a gentle surplus So I'm thriving. I'm like really feeling my best uh, So now I keep it to like within five pounds sometimes even a little bit less than than that and just really holding this now for a guy my size again like 146 pounds five foot seven five pounds makes a big difference in in my physique much different than someone who's 200 pounds and only gaining five pounds that's like they could eat a burger or they have one meal and gain five pounds so um that's been my experience with muscle building and it has evolved over time so my truth has changed over time but it's all come from just having this playful curiosity seeing approaches that other people are using and thinking to myself, I, that kind of resonates with me. Let's give it a shot. Having an open mind, kind of putting any bias aside um, and experimenting just to see how my body will respond. Same thing now with, with training four days per week. Again, I never thought I would train four days per week. I really love being in the gym. I was a bit of a stimulus junkie, as I mentioned in the recent video there. Um, so it's been, I've had to kind of check my biases aside, um, open my mind, see how my body would respond to this, and it's been an incredible experience so far. So again, just have an open mind, a willingness to experiment, and, and again, having that, that playful curiosity about it, not, not a frustration that, Oh my god, there's so many conflicting information out there. I'm like, great! Two complete opposites that work. Let's try them, see what one suits me best. Chances are there's probably gonna be something more in the middle, but give them a shot, see what it goes. So rather than be rather than be pissed that here we go again, conflicting information, it's so frustrating, it's so overwhelming. What's right? Like one person said this thing, one person says another thing. I'm like, 
Those people are speaking their truth in that moment. And understand, like there's some guys out there that I'm following who are putting out incredible advice in regards to exercise technique, training technique, how they're performing certain movements, and they're like all out freaking evangelists for this approach that they're following right now. This It's not at all what they were teaching a year ago. And their physiques are freaking incredible. They're beasts. They're, they're big freaking tanks. So like, they're, they clearly built their physiques from doing a whole bunch of other different methods. This is a method that they're very passionate about right now. How different would their physique been if they had applied this like 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Who the frick knows? We don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you just, you gotta understand that people are speaking their truth right now in this moment and their truth has evolved over time. So know that your truth is going to evolve over time and it's not about there being a single way, a single truth to getting lean after 40. There's so many different ways out there. You just got to find your truth. So have a, a playful curiosity when it comes to trying different things out rather than a, a frustration and overwhelm with all the different methods. And, and again, trust yourself, trust your gut. Like if something's resonating with you, again, if it let it resonate with you because it, it's, it, it actually piques your curiosity, not because it's all hyped up and over glorified or anything like don't get wrapped up into the fads or anything like that again if that fad kind of piques your curiosity you're thinking there might be something to this let's give it a try go for it and again take what you like discard what you don't like you don't need to find follow a method to a t in its exact uh layout blueprint that they're following there so again I have my truth and I'm basically just sharing my experiences with you guys. I'm sharing what I'm learning. Um, and again, I think we can never, you can never learn too much, but I am learning and I am applying again with that playful curiosity. I am, I'm not just soaking up knowledge. I am taking that knowledge that I'm learning, being practical with it and, and applying that information and seeing, have it with a heightened sense of awareness and seeing how my, my body responds. An open mind, a heightened sense of awareness, a playful curiosity, and if it works for me, it works for me. And I've, again, I've gone through, well, I can do, I mean, it's been decades. I've been lifting for over 30 years. I've been a coach for over 20 years, so I'm not just speaking from my experiences. I'm looking at clients' experiences. And again, all my clients have their own truth. So I'm uh, again, like I am here to help you discover your own truth, which is why with my clients, I build upon their natural eating tendencies. I build upon their lifestyle, their preferences, what they have already found works for them. The things that they like, the things that they don't like, and just build upon what uh, what is resonating with them right now, and then get them to experiment with some different things to see how that uh, resonates with them. So. Again, I just encourage you to have an open mind, that willingness to, to experiment and know that it's going to evolve over time. So, and share your experiences, share share down in the comment section below what is working for you, what has been resonating with you. It's what I enjoy doing here. If you look back at my, my videos from years ago, you see how my lifestyle has evolved, how my lifestyle has changed, how my approaches, how my truth to getting lean after 40 has 
changed and evolved over the years. And that's, that's the beauty of us. Always learning, always applying, always sharing. We're in this together. We are learning together. Um, so guys, I just, I'm so grateful to be sharing this experience with you, learning and growing together here on the Jack at the 40 Life channel, the Jack at the 40 podcast here. Uh, I really look forward to hearing your thoughts and insights on today's podcast. So please take a moment to drop them down below. If you know fellow brohood benefit from watching today's podcast, please do me a favor and share it with them. Before you go, don't forget to download your free guide, Jacked After 40. Have yourself an amazing day. Catch you next podcast.